It's The Blue Buzz, the podcast for candid discussions with Utah House Democratic legislators on policies, bills, and issues that affect all Utahns. For this episode, we're continuing to get to know our recently elected House Democrats, starting with Representative-elect Ashley Matthews. Hello, Representative. Hi, Ross. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us about yourself and your background? Sure. Um, I live out here in the wonderful District 38. I have uh, worked for UDOT for the last 10 years. Um, I have two small boys at home. I've got a three-year-old and a five-year-old over here, so sorry if you can <laughs> hear them fighting in the background. But um, I am very, very fortunate um, that I get to do work in things that, I, that I'm passionate about and that I care deeply about. I am a board member for a nonprofit called the Single Parent Project, where we um, you know, work to assist single parents who don't qualify for, you know, services through through the state, um, but are still just struggling to to get by. So we, you know, offer resources like for for instance, right now we're doing um, you know, a, a giving tree helping to provide Christmas for these single parent families that are struggling. We do um, you know, group um support groups every month. Um you know, we're going to get together and, and cry and hug and, and kumbaya and, and share our experiences and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's only about a year old, but we've been able to raise a ton of money and help a lot of families. And, and so that's, that's something that kind of is where, where I'm able to uh, spend a lot of time. And, and you mentioned you work for the Department of Transportation. What, what kind of work do. do you do with them? <laughs> Um, you know, it depends on the day. I that's that's kind of my favorite thing about the job is that it's very uh, reactive, we'll say. So, you know, it just kind of depends on what's happening, you know, in that day or that week as far as weather goes or, you know, staffing or or whatever it is. So I, I never do the same thing two days in a row. And, uh, and that's, that's what I love about my job. So. Well, what made you want to run for office? If we're being completely fair and honest, I actually never planned on running for office. It wasn't, you know, one of my, you know, lifelong aspirations. I'm I'm no Leslie Nope by any stretch of the imagination, but I saw some things um, that that the current representative was doing some, you know, some votes that he'd cast some things that I didn't quite agree with, and. Um, so, you know, he'd been there for, for 20 years and I just kind of felt like it was time to pass the torch, so to speak. And uh, I felt like it was really important to have somebody representing the working class, but somebody who's, you know, a part of the working class and can speak to those, you know, blue collar type of issues, because this is a very, very working class district that I live in. And, and we just needed somebody who is in the trenches, so to speak. And, have those discussions and and resolve those issues on a legislative level. Going into uh, this upcoming session, what kind of um, issues or perhaps uh, legislation are you are you thinking about pursuing? Well, we we're working on a couple things actually. Where we are just kind of following up on some of our platform points and and you know the commitments that I'd made to my community and to my constituents as far as you know providing um accessibility to affordable daycare um, expanding after school programs and really just making sure that our kids have 
safe and healthy spaces to be, you know, so that mom and dad can can get up and go to work and and do what they have to do to keep food on the table and keep a roof over our kids' heads and you know not really worry about you know well who's who's going to feed my five year old lunch today while I'm at work and you know who's going to help them do their homework so um, that's that's something that we're really going to focus on um, and then just workers you know worker issues just keeping people safe and making sure that people are getting paid you know appropriately for the work that they're doing um, and and then just assisting in in whatever way we can um, in the accessibility of the, the transportation out here on the west side you know whether that's expanding you know the tracks lines or um, implementing more flex lanes or you know in increasing the frequency of buses what it just whatever it takes to make it easier for for people to get to work and, and to get home at the end of the day safe and sound to their family and you know whatever that looks like i guess yeah well so as we know 2020 has been a very difficult year for all of us and um as far as uh helping your constituents going forward what what do you feel like the legislature should be doing to help us to uh, deal with the re remainder of this pandemic that we've been experiencing you know there aren't a lot of you know silver linings i guess of this whole pandemic it's just been like you said a really really hard year but i will say that you know with the shutdowns and things like that 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 we saw in the beginning of the year it brought a lot of the issues that working families have been struggling with for a really long time it's brought them to the forefront and so now is the time for us to be having the discussions and to be resolving these these issues my district is very much um a, a, a district made up of essential workers and i don't mean you know essential workers necessarily as doctors and and nurses we are grocery store workers and we are you know building roads and hauling garbage and teaching kids and and you know everybody else was able to stay home and and stay safe during the shutdowns and we had to suck it up and go to work you know grocery stores don't build themselves and kids don't teach themselves and so we we literally and figuratively kept the economy and kept society running and um, it would be <laughs> whatever we can do to you know keep 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 us at work but keep us safe and healthy while we are there providing for our families. So on a more personal note, what what do you sure. what do you do for fun or what have you been doing to uh, relieve stress or just to uh, cope with this time that we've been living through? Uh, that's a cute question. Um, so in a normal year, you know, my family and I are very much um, into doing anything outdoors, you know, our grow a big vegetable garden every year and we got you know our chickens and our rabbits and so we we kind of have our own little oasis in our yard um but when we want to get more into the outdoors we do we'll spend a lot of time at my family's cabin um, down in down in san pete county which we, we love it down there and you know just kind of camping and hiking doing outdoors kind of stuff um because we haven't been able to do a lot of that we have relied pretty heavily on on Barnes and Noble and, and our audio books to kind of give us a little window, you know, 
in the outside world back when, when the apocalypse wasn't crumbling around us. But, but yeah, we've, we've, I don't know, I, anybody with a three and a five-year-old would know there's, there's not a lot of downtime or relaxing time. So we've just kind of done our best to, to soak up the time that we have, you know, while they're small and while they still want to hang out with us, because right now they don't have any other choice. It's been fun. It's been a learning experience for all of us. So. Well, finally, um, what is something that most people don't know about you, but you think they should? How about, well, most people, how about this? On my, you know, on my yard signs and all of my literature and stuff, there is a, we use a B on our, on our logo. Um, and I think most people think that it's just a cute, you know, kind of nod at, at, you know, Utah, my love of Utah, but actually, um, my husband and I are beekeepers. So, but we love it and it's amazing. I got, you know, I am, I am outnumbered in my house, um, by boys. The dogs are boys. My sons are boys. The cats are boys. The rabbits are boys. So I got chickens and, and bees to help, help with that estrogen, right? It's fun. They are so fun. You'll have to come over when, you know, when there's no COVID and, and come check them out because they're amazing and they're fascinating. And I could, nerd out for the rest of the day about all the things that I've learned from just watching bees do what they do. And I love it. It's amazing. I think everybody should have bees. <laughs> well, Representative-elect Ashley Matthews, thank you very much. You bet. Thank you so much and enjoy your day and I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Next, we're speaking with Representative-elect Doug Owens for District 36. Hi, Representative. Howdy. Good to be with you, Ross. So first, tell us about yourself and, and your background. Well, uh, I'm Utah born and raised. Uh, my family goes back six generations down in the Panguitch and Paraguna, Parawan areas. And uh, love Utah. And uh, we raised four kids here and anxious to work on air quality and uh, conservation of public lands and some other issues that uh, Patrice has been championing, education and other things. So uh, that's a little about my background. And briefly, uh, tell us about District 36. Well, it's in Mill Creek and a little bit in Holiday and uh, Olympus Cove and a little bit in Canyon Rim. And uh, I'm excited to represent it. I've, my wife and I have lived there for about 25 years now. And uh, I lived there when I was a kid, actually, up in the Cove. So long-standing roots in that area as well. And uh, I think there are people who generally think a lot like I do. It's nice to run for an office where you, you agree with a lot of what the voters think. And so um, what has been your work, uh, your professional work, outside of now becoming a legislator? Well, I was a, a practicing attorney for most of my career in litigation um, and then uh, ran for Congress a couple of times in 2014 and 2016, got beat by, by Mia Love. Some people may remember. You may remember that uh, Representative Love attacked me for having been one of the attorneys who litigated over the Legacy Highway. We thought that the government could and should provide a more environmentally compliant uh, highway, which they ended up doing. And, uh, you know, it uh, helped protect a world-class world heritage uh, flyway, which was a very significant thing. And conservation's kind of in my blood, and that's one of the important reasons why I ran. In fact, I'll 
I lived back east for uh, about 10 years, and uh, we were getting kind of unhappy back east. We missed the west. Both Cynthia, my wife, and I are from here. And one day I was found myself on an airplane from Chicago, from Los Angeles to Chicago, and I fell asleep after takeoff and woke up and looked out the window. And I thought, gosh, that looks like cedar breaks, you know? And uh, sure enough, a few minutes later, um, we got uh, flew right over Panguitch Lake, which was where I had grown up going to family reunions, hunting and fishing. And uh, it was just an incredible moment for me because I was so close to it, of course, couldn't get there. And it just brought home in a very poignant way that it was time to move back home. Those are my red rocks down there. Those are my people there. And I was anxious to get home and see what I could to help the situation. So actually, from about that time forward, we formulated a plan to move back, get back home. And um, we had one other detour before we came home, which was we moved from uh, the Washington, D.C. area to Portland, Oregon, where my wife finished her residency. And I was a stay-at-home dad for two years while uh, Cynthia finished her residency in pediatrics. And uh, that was a really awesome experience that I would recommend to anybody out there. So what made you want to run for this seat with the State House of Representatives? Well, I ran for Congress, you know, because I really was, I get excited by public policy. I have that in my family heritage. My dad was a guy named Wayne Owens that some of your listeners may remember. I certainly do. He was a, he was a major figure in Utah politics for a long time. Uh, and was a serious conservationist. And uh, I wanted to follow in those footsteps. I think Utah is the most beautiful of the 50 states and uh, more needs to be done to make sure we conserve that resource. And so um, I lived, after I lost those congressional races, I, I got busy trying to figure out how can I impact policy having not won that congressional seat? And one answer was I formed a nonprofit organization to show the outdoor rec the economics of outdoor recreation and how really if you look at our public lands economically the best economic use for them is as uh, recreation resources um and i think that allies closely with the conservation just you know i think if we don't want to conserve our public lands because they're beautiful we ought to conserve them because they're the best economic use in the long run is going to be outdoor recreation and I thought that was something that all Utahns could agree on, even if they weren't, uh, if, even if they weren't excited about saving the resources for the aesthetic reasons. Let's save them for economic reasons. We could all agree on that. So I got busy with that nonprofit, and then the chance came up with Patrice's retirement to run for this seat. And a lot of what I hope to accomplish can be done from from uh, from a state standpoint as well. So I thought, well, let's. That can be complimentary. I can work on these conservation resources and along the way, air quality and education and a bunch of other important stuff. What are some maybe some specific legislation or, or issues that you would you're thinking about pursuing? Well, so this this uh, public land issue is an interesting one. And um, I have I'm going to be introducing a bill to create a commission or a study group of some sort to uh, look into the the uh, the uh, feasibility of putting in a world-class visitor center for bears ears because regardless of what you think about where the boundaries should be the fact is um, 
that uh, that creation of that monument has created increased visitation for San Juan County. There's potential to capture a lot more economic growth as a result of that monument designation. And regardless of how you feel about that issue, the creation of that monument or what its boundaries should be, we could all agree that a world-class visitor center would enhance the economy, would enhance the visitor's experience, would enhance the, I think, would enhance the goals of the monument. And so we're going to look into that and try to put together the uh, mechanism to fund it, hopefully with substantial federal participation. And that could be a real benefit to the San Juan County, to the tribes um, that visitors to that area have been uh, educated so that they're, they uh, are sensitive about um, about their how they conduct their visit. And uh, so I think it can be a win-win situation all around. And I think it would help us all reach a consensus on on how to make a a, a great resource out of that monument. Okay, so more of a, on, a, on a personal side, what what do you do for fun, or what what have you found yourself doing during this difficult time to cope with stress, to relax, um, to help you get through these times? Uh, I was able to play some, I learned to play pickleball actually a couple weeks ago over the Thanksgiving holiday and had a great time with that with my kids and uh, prospective son-in-law and we had a great time doing that. I like to get out and hike and um, I like to travel Utah's uh, back country roads um, and uh, I like to read. I'm a policy wonk. Um, I, I got out a lot this summer on some uh, trips exploring Utah's backcountry. I did a nine hour drive around the Great Salt Lake because I'd never seen the west side of that. I'm learning uh, to appreciate the Great Basin as I hadn't before. And uh, anyway, I just love the West and I think it's a great place to live. What is something that most people don't know about you, but that you think they should know? Um, well, there's some about me that I guess I do for fun that people don't really need to know about, but I can't think of anything about me people need to know about other than that I care about good policy and I'm anxious to work on it. Um, I, I like to cook. I went to uh, France on an LDS mission a long time ago and became a kind of a foodie and, uh, and love to uh, make French style pastry. And uh, I'm not really adept at it. It can take a long time, make a big mess in the kitchen, but it usually comes out okay. Great. Well, uh, Representative Doug Owens, thank you very much. Uh, you're welcome, Ross. Glad to be here. Thank you. You can also follow the Utah House Democrats on social media and sign up for our newsletter. If you have a question or want to get in touch with your Utah State Representative, go to the Utah House of Representatives website, house.utah.gov or utahhousedemocrats.org.